bless your name, Jesus. It won't be long and we will be going home. You can count the years as days. You can count the months as days. You know, time has really shortened itself. And, you know, um, my, my heart is full this morning. It is so full. And, you know, but I want to thank you for joining us on this 25th day of October. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. You are inside the pages, inside the pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. There's no better place to be than the word of God. I, I hope and I pray that you are fasting and consecrating unto the Lord. If you don't have a fast day yet, pick a day out of the week that you just dedicate yourself unto the Lord. You know, uh, I'm not going to have any food today. I'm just going to drink water. And, you know, if you're on medication, you know, and just uh, maybe you want to do a few hours. But let's consecrate unto the Lord. Let's sacrifice. Let's bring these bodies into subjection. Uh -huh. We need to crucify the flesh. And uh, the Bible tells us that some things come through prayer and fasting. A Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And Thursday, Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I am faithful bold, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Now, if you've missed any of the messages, please visit connectingtruth.org and be sure to share that with someone else. Share the gospel with someone. You know, if they just, if they go to, if they Google SML inside the pages, it's going to bring us up. It's going to bring up our podcast on iHeart. It's going to bring it up on I on TuneIn is going to bring it on Google Play, you know, Spotify, there's a number, but we want the word of God to get out. This is the unadulterated truth. And so if you visit our, our uh, website, connectingtruth.org, there's a link there, God on Demand, uh, and it access the archives of messages. And also there's a video on our website that is related to the song that was just being sung. It won't be long. And so you want to watch that video because it speaks volume. It speaks louder than words. And we're knocking at the door. We're knocking at the door. We are, let, let me just point out a few things. And I may not be able to get through the entire message this morning. I realized that as I was driving in and I was listening to the word of God on my drive in uh, for, uh, for the, the, the broadcast and, uh, you know, um, doing it from the church. And it, certainly we're in the purple right now. So um, uh, there's restrictions. And so we, we do believe in abiding by the law and God knows how to work with the law and, and know how to bless his people for obedience as well. And so we're in a global pandemic. I want you to understand that. We're in, and I, I know that you do. But Matthew 24 and 7 speaks about this. So does Luke 21 and 11. You know, I was reading recently about chips, uh, you know, Sweden. Uh, people don't carry credit cards or anything like that. They have chips in their hand. 
And it's been legalized here in the U.S. that you can have an implant in your head. You know, and that's spoken about in Daniel, the 12th chapter, about the fourth verse, Revelation 13 and 17. You know, uh, we, we live in a time that no one's going to hold you down and, and, and draw or tattoo or scratch your head up with an item to put a mark on you. It's all going to be done electronically. This year, now these are things that have occurred this year. Uh, the peace treaty, the peace treaty is in motion, you know, the they're, they're talking about peace. They're working on it. You know, Daniel 9, 24, 27, uh, you know, and then uh, just a few days ago, the Vatican, the Pope, the largest or religious organization in the world um, has endorsed same-sex marriages, Leviticus 20 and 13. Uh, when has it become okay to, uh, to change the word of God? Now, each of these mentioned has been established. The word of God has said this is a sign of his coming. All of this has occurred in our time, our generation. As we come to the end, the close of another decade. Don't you know that, that just recently, not well, they've had knowledge of it, but they've talked more about it. In the U.S., we have, in, in China, they have... We have murder hornets that we've not heard of. We didn't grow up talking about murder hornets. Uh, these two-inch hornets have a venomous sting, and it is as deadly as a venomous snake. Four-inch grasshoppers that, is, that won't die because you spray them with rain. You know, and then we have wasps that attack. And these are things that are going on in other countries, in Russia and different things that we really take for granted. We don't hear much about it, but now it's, it, this stuff is spreading. You know, and, and I, I really find it difficult. Um, you don't want to be here during the tribulation period. You don't want to be here during, during the tribulation period. And you can read about it in Revelation 9, you know, because it says, and they had uh, hair uh, as the hair of a woman and teeth uh, as teeth of a lion and as the breastplate and as the breastplate of iron. And sounds of the wing were as the sounds of trumpets and many horses running to battle. And they had tails like a scorpion and their sting in their tail and the power to hurt men for five months. And we have insects and, and different things that we know are venomous. And During the tribulation period, there are some things that are going to occur. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm not going to talk no more about that because I want to keep the focus on not being here. You know, if the Lord prolongs his coming. Uh, I began teaching on the tribulation period, uh, also known as the time of Jacob's trouble. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah 30 and 7, it says, Alas, for the day of the Lord is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. Now, see, God has already spoken that he's going to save the church out of the time of trouble. So for those that have plans to be here during the tribulation period, you're making the wrong plans to have your fun, eat your cake and, and all that right now, you know, to, to mess with the sticky sticky and all the other stuff that you want to get involved in. And, you know, you want to put off uh, sacrificing yourself, uh, presenting your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto the Lord until that day and time. I'm sorry, uh, Jacob, the church is going to be out of here. God's plan is to save his people from the time of trouble. And so you have to be rapture ready.
to escape that time. The Bible tells us in Luke, uh, the, the, the 17th chapter, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also, it was in the day of Lot. They did eat and they drank and they bought and they sold, they planted, they built. Yeah, business as usual. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, the same day that righteous Lot went out of Sodom, let me just equate that, the same day that the church is raptured out of here. The church is caught up, raptured, talking about being caught up. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, it rained down. When Lot was left out of Sodom, it rained down fire and brimstone from heaven, and it destroyed all of them. Even thus shall it be in the days when the Son of Man is revealed. Luke 20 and 36. Uh, uh, watch ye therefore. Listen, you need to underline that. The Bible said, watch each of the saints. God's people should be watching and pray always that ye may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Now, the question I have for believers is this. When did it become okay to change the word of God? When it, did it become okay to call evil good and good evil? The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 4 and 2, ye shall, not, uh, ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandment of the Lord your God which I command you. Isaiah 5 and 20 says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Hmm. You know, as I said, I, there's a lot that, that, that my heart is stirred. I'm full. But I woke up Saturday morning, and, I want, and we're going to go forward. Uh, I woke up Saturday morning, and the Spirit of the Lord was, was dealing with me and talking to me about how people have excused themselves from following the Word of God. Now, I want you to know that every, no one is exempt. No one. Nobody. The voice that you hear right now is not exempt. We are not above the word of God. Many have stopped tithing. Many have stopped giving and offerings. People are looking and asking for miracles, but yet they're not willing to sacrifice unto him. The word of God has not changed because of captivity. You still got to follow. We all must follow the word of God, even in the current situation. The Lord began to talk about how we create situations and then we ask him to fix it without obedience to his word. You know, as I thought about that, uh, I, 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 I jumped up and I was sitting, I, I was, uh, I reached over and I, I picked up my phone and there was a message from someone that was sending tithes and offering and, and I began and it just lined right up with what I was hearing while I was sleeping. I give tithes and I give offerings. I believe the word of God and I know 99 and a half won't do. I left out to go to get the car serviced and my first stop, because it was such a stern, it was, it was to, instead of me waiting until this morning to bring in 
tithes and offerings unto the Lord, I went immediately to the bank. <laughs> that was my first stop and, and presented uh, my sacrifice unto the Lord. You know, we have to obey the word of God and no one is exempt from it. You know, uh, we're, I'm looking for God to do things and most of all to save my soul. And we must be obedient to the word of God. And, you know, whether you think you listen, one thing that impressed me about Daniel. And when I say impressed, I mean, I mean, influenced me is that Daniel was righteous. And in his righteousness, he yet prayed and asked God to forgive him and to forgive the community and to forgive the nation of the sins that they committed. You know, it was such a stirring. And I want to stir up your pure hearts, stir up your minds, that we should follow the word of God. The Lord told me, he said, listen, he said, lift your voice, cry loud and spare not. Lift your voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sin. Listen, before we go into the word of God, I want to direct your attention to Philippians, the third chapter. And while we're, uh, while you're turning there, uh, let's go before the Lord with uh, a song, and it's a familiar song, and I believe you know the song. If you don't, it's a, it's a tune that's not hard to follow, and so let's, let's go uh, into praise and worship of the Lord.
recall marching into that song, we come this far by faith. You know, that as I was listening to it uh, earlier in the week, I was like, man, I remember as a, as a young adult, I'm still young in heart, you know, and I'm not old. That's what I'm seasoned. I'm, I'm becoming seasoned, as some would say. I'm becoming seasoned. I'm not there yet. I, there's a lot to learn. There's still a lot to do. But certainly I recall in the youth choir marching in to that song, We've Come This Far By Faith, you know, and I was looking at some choirs that was marching in, singing the song on some videos, and I, I'm telling you, it's hilarious. We look back at the clothes that we wore and the hairstyles and the different things, and it, it will keep you laughing for a while. But we're going to go on into the word of God, as I said, my heart is full and, and I don't know if I'm going to get through all of this and I'm not concerned about getting through all of it. I believe that you have enough that if the Lord was to crack the sky today, if he was to call today, you know, that that there's enough in you that if you have applied what you already know, you should make it. You should make the rapture. You should be caught up in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. I feel the Holy Ghost. I, I know what I'm saying is right. And so uh, for those of you, some that think that they're going to make it on their own, listen, the Bible said, how can you hear? First of all, he said in Jeremiah, he said, I'll give you pastors after my own heart. That's going to feed you with knowledge and truth. And then in Romans, I believe it says that how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent of God? And so uh, you want to stay close to the minister of God. You want to stay close to the preacher, your pastor so that you can hear. You don't know the voice that you're going to hear when the Lord calls. And I, I'm a strong believer. This is me. I'm a strong believer that the voice that you hear most often is going to be the voice that you hear at that time. And so you want to stay close to the pastor. The Bible tells us in Philippians, Philippians, the third chapter, the 13th verse, it says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Bless you, Jesus. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling for God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded, and if in anything be otherwise mind, God shall reveal this unto you. Nonetheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk so as ye have for us an example. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross whose end is destruction whose belly is, whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. 
for our conversation is in heaven. We went also, we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned unto his glorious body according to the working whereby he is even he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Listen, to be rapture ready, you have to press. You have to press. You need to tell somebody, encourage somebody, you need to press. To press means to have or cause to move into a position of contact with something. We're gonna press our way. You know, a popular uh, message that have been ministered through the years was how the woman who had an issue of blood pressed her way, pressed her way to touch. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I pray and I hope that you feel that way this morning. Uh, if you're at work right now listening, if you're, you know, we, we've touched souls that are global uh, on different continents. And so they're in different times, wherever you are right now, I hope you feel that way that you want to press and touch the hem of his garment that you'll be made whole. To press means to move or the cause to move into a position of contact with something to exert continuous physical force. It means to apply pressure. It means to flatten or to shape or to smooth it. And so we have to press this morning. We have to press. Let me, you have to press. The Bible tells us over in Jeremiah, about the 18th chapter, it says the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah from uh, saying, arise and go to the potter's house. And there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. Now, I've heard comments about the potter's patience, and I agree, the potter is very patient, uh, not throwing the clay away. But there is a time when the clay becomes so dried out. Ah, bless your Lord God. No, it's not a, a dry bone situation, uh, but the clay has become dried out, meaning it has been setting up too long. It has become stagnated. Therefore, not good for pottery. The Bible tells us in Genesis 6 and 3, it says, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for he also is flesh. Listen, you have to give God something to work with. So you can't allow yourself to sit around and become dried out. You can't allow yourself to become stagnated. You can't allow yourself to become in a situation where God cannot use you because his spirit is not always going to strive with any of us to try to cause us, to urge us, to influence us, to do what's right. It has to be of a willing heart. 
God works with male and he works with females. God works with everybody. And I, and I love that about him because as I, I thought about giving him something to work with, you know, it, there are those that that people may feel that, you know, well, I'm, I'm just not God material. I'm just not sanctification material. I can never be a saint because of all the things that I've done. But listen, God works with males and he works with females of the evening. God works with street pharmacists. He loves to work with those that are considered to be detestables. Those that, uh, uh, that he loves to work with those that are of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. The sacrifices of the Lord are a broken heart and a contrite spirit. God will not despise. So let me tell you something. Let me just help somebody out here with this. If you feel sorry for the sins that you have committed, God has, you've given God something to work with. If you uh, desire to change but don't know how, you've given God something to work with. Mm, bless you, Jesus. Isaiah 1, 16 uh, it says, it says, wash you and make you clean. Put away the evil of your doing from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Listen, uh, learn to do well. Learn to do well. So it's something that is teachable. It's something that we can do. We can learn to do well. We can replace we can press past that and into what God is calling and to seek judgment, to relieve the oppressed, to, to judge the fatherless and plead for the widow. He said, come now and let us, who us, you and I, uh, who the one, yeah, me, who me? Yes, you, uh-huh. The one that, that you felt you could not be saved, the one that felt that I could not move into the position, the one that felt that I've done so much wrong. He said, come let us. Reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Now, I know this for myself. I know what God can do uh, when you give him something to work with. There are many listening right now, and there are those that will listen later that can attest that uh, that of his saving power from all the addictions, all the things that you can think of in your heart, all the confusion and all the struggle and all the, the reasons that made you want to go down a certain path that, you know, all the things that that led you into a way of self-destruction. God can deliver that. Hmm. All you have to do is give him something to work with. He has given us grace as we have learned to live this life. And we made some bad choices along the way. But as we mature, he began, we begin to press. See, as we mature, as we come into an area of better understanding, as we come to an area of clarity, we begin to press. And so uh, we embrace the word of God and we press even more. Uh, we have to move 
uh, some things out the way. We have to flatten some things. We have to reshape and shape some things. And we have to smooth some things out to get it right. You have to press. You have to press past disappointment. You have to press past discouragement. You have to press past oppression and depression. You have to press past failure and shortcomings. You have to press past those thoughts and into the word of God. You have to press past every sin and every weight that doeth easily separate you from God. You have to press past. You have to pass. You have to press. You have to press. It is work. But it's work that you have to do. You have to press in order to be rapture ready. The Bible tells us that Paul, as he was speaking to the church, he said, brethren. So this is very personal. This is very uh, a relationship had been forged. I count not myself to have apprehended. I haven't come into the fullness of things. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. Saints and friends, Paul said, I haven't arrived. I'm still in this body. And every time something comes up, I have to deal with it. And I have to keep moving past that. So it doesn't become a hindrance. It doesn't become a stumbling block. And so I press, I press for the mark. In order to press past things, things that would hold you back, you've got to be focused. You got to keep the focus on the prize. If you run in a race, you got to keep the focus on the medallion or the trophy at the end of the race. When you play in football, you keep the focus on making it to the, the Super Bowl and, uh, you know, and getting a Super Bowl ring. Or in NBA, you want a championship ring. And so uh, you got to keep the focus. When you keep the focus, it causes you to shed off some things. It, it causes you to lay some things aside. It causes you to, to say, you know what, I'm not going to spend my time dealing with that because it's going to be unproductive for the goal that I have in mind. When I'm studying uh, to, to produce something, I don't have time to deal with the foolishness. Not even, uh, listen, uh, when we talk, I'm, I'm not talking about the foolishness that other people bring, but I'm talking about the foolishness that we place upon ourselves. I don't have time to be foolish in my activity because I'm pressing toward the mark of the high calling. And in this case, the higher calling in Christ Jesus. And so I'm pressing. And so I don't have time to deal with sin. I don't have time to deal with foolishness. I'm not yielding myself to anything except God. Because the Bible tells us that whoever and whatever you yield yourself to, that is your master. And so I'm declaring, and you ought to declare, that Jesus is my Lord. You ought to declare that Jesus is my Savior. You ought to declare that God is sovereign and he sits on the throne of my heart. Bless your name, Jesus. And so I press. I'm pressing for the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. This body, this mind, this spirit, uh, this spirit man has to be reduced. It has to be compacted. 
I have to decease. You have to decease so that God can increase. And so we have to press. We have to press for the prize of an incorruptible crown. People press for corruptible things, but we're pressing for an incorruptible crown, a crown of righteousness. I'm pressing for it. You got to press for it. You want to press for a new name that only the Lord is going to speak into it, a, a new name. The Bible tells us that on that day, he's going to speak a new name into your heart. The Bible tells us over in Revelation that those that press, those that are caught up, uh, uh, bless your Lord God, as we're caught up in the air and we're there with the Lord, that is going to be a time of reward, that God's going to be giving out rewards. He said that if you're caught up, that you'll be able to eat from the 12 trees in the midst. Uh, listen, not only that, but he'll give you a, a robe of righteousness. Uh, not only that, but uh, those that are caught up are going to receive a, a stone. And in that stone is going to have a new name. And won't nobody know that name except the person that received that stone. If you're caught up, you'll receive a crown of righteousness. If you're caught up, oh, bless your Lord God, he's going to set up a throne for you. Now, listen, uh, in the Supreme Court, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but listen. I believe it's in the Supreme Court that when you when you get the appointment, and, and, and you go in that, that they that they carve and they make a brand new chair just for you. No one will ever sit in that chair only but you. And don't you know that God has a throne that has your name on it? it, it oh, yeah. Everybody whose name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life has a throne that only they can sit in. Can nobody else sit in it? Only you. And so therefore I press. I'm pressing for the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus where my new name is. Not only a new name, but a robe of righteousness that's been tailored. Only I can put it on. It's going to fit only my body. It's going to fit only this frame. It's made perfectly just for me. It was designed just for me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Therefore, I press. He said, listen, as many that, that be perfect, you ought to think the same thing. You ought to walk the same walk. You ought to follow the same rules. You ought to have the same mind. We ought to be talking the same thing. Even so come Lord Jesus. He said, for our conversation is in heaven. The things that we talk about is vertical. It, 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 and once we go vertical with it, mm, it becomes horizontal because then it impacts and it applies to everything around us for our conversation is in heaven from whence we look for the savior. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for a savior. Listen, you got saved so that you can be saved. You got saved to be delivered from hell, which was created for the devil and his angels. You got saved. Bless your Lord God so that you can be caught up and live in the kingdom of God. Live by the word of God so that you can live in the kingdom of God. Only, oh, oh, bless your name, Jesus. Listen, in the kingdom of God is the principles of God. In the kingdom of God is the word of God. In the kingdom of God is his presence. In the kingdom of God is his people. And all those uh, people are ones that have lived by the word of God. He said that if we keep the statute, if we keep his commandment, 
that we shall live in them. That's what we're doing today. We're living in the word of God. We're living by the word of God. We're applying the word of God. That's how we press through situations. We can press with tears in our eyes. We can press with, with oh, oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. We can press when the enemy comes against us. We can press past it. Now, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some effort. It's going to take some, 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 some sternness. That's why the Bible said, be steadfast. To press, you got to be steadfast uh, so that you become unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And so we're going to press. Why? Because we know that the day is coming and my God is right at the door. Huh? Can't you see the door is about ready to crack open, huh? that our bodies are going to be changed huh? and we're going to be fashioned like unto him huh? in a glorious body. Huh? Bless your name, Lord Jesus. Huh? Whereby huh? We, he has subdued all things huh? and we're going to stand right next to him. Uh, everything has been subdued. Uh, death has been subdued. Uh, sin has been subdued. Uh, there's no sin in the kingdom of God. Uh, there's no death in the kingdom of God. Uh, no more crying in the kingdom of God. Uh, no unrighteousness in the kingdom of God. Mm, no disease in the kingdom of God, uh, but will be made whole. Uh, bless your Lord God. Uh, somebody may have lost a body part. But in the kingdom of God, uh, listen here, uh, you, know, you won't even know it uh, because God knows how to make you whole. Uh, listen here, uh, the loved ones, uh, oh my God, uh, those that went before us, uh, you ought to hear their voices uh, saying, go ahead, uh, you can press past uh, the adversity that came your way. Uh, you can press past uh, the heartbreak. Uh, you can press past uh, the addiction. Uh, you can press past, uh, I did it. Ah! They did it. Uh, you can do it. Uh, bless your Lord God. Uh, you can press past uh, the situation. Uh, you can press past. Uh, you got to force. Uh, you got to fight. Uh, the Bible said mm, the kingdom of heaven, uh, it suffers violence uh, and the violent take it by force. Uh, you got to press. Uh, you got to press your way uh, into the kingdom of God. Uh, he's done all the work. Uh, he's given us the power. Uh, he's given us the the authority. Uh, he's given us the ability. Uh, so you got to press your way. Bless your name, Jesus. You got to press your way. Listen, you got to press your way. You got to press. You have to press your way. Don't let nothing get in your in your presence and tell you you can't make it. Don't let nothing. Don't let any situation get in front of you. And cause you to, to detour. Well, you know, it hurt it so bad, I'm going to self-sedate. Uh, tell the devil he a liar. Tell your body that it must be in subjection unto God. Go to bed. Turn on the word of God and go to bed. Cry yourself to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Uh-huh. I'm not. Listen. We deal with things and we're going to deal with them the right. That's why you have tear glands, because God knew that there needed there needed to be a release of pressure. Go for a walk. Walk out the stress. Uh huh. Keep your thoughts together. Hold yourself together. Huh? Suffering. The Bible said that weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. 
It may be days, it may be weeks, but I'm holding on to the word of God. Yet somebody said that time has a way of healing. Time has a way of, of fixing, uh, of allowing the situation to get better. Oh, it may not go exactly the way that you want, but one thing that can go the way you want is your relationship with God because you are pressing past those things. Hmm, bless you, Jesus. Uh, you got to press. When we talk about press, we're talking about using force. Uh-huh. We're talking about using force. Yeah, yeah. You got to fight. That's why Paul said, I, 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 I fought a good fight. I'm fighting a good fight. There is, there is cause to the fight that I have. It's not politically motivated. It's inspired because my soul, I want my soul to be saved. It's inspired because you want your soul to be saved. No excuses. No excuses. It's time out for making all the excuses. Well, you know, I'm a man and I have needs. Yet yeah, you a man and you have needs. You need to be saved. Mm-hmm. Bible said for a moment of pleasure, man will miss out on eternal life. Ah, uh, let me be real for a moment. There was a man that was screwing up. Uh, yep, mm-hmm, yep. Wasn't his wife, had a heart attack and died. And no matter how you try to paint the picture of him, he was a good man. He was a dedicated worker. No, he was an adulteress and he died in his sins. <clears throat> you don't want to be caught. The Bible says some men's sins go before them. Uh-huh. That's why we, we repent daily. That's why we sacrifice. That's why we ask God's forgiveness daily. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there are those whose sins are going to come after them. I don't care what celebrity name or who, how righteous you think they are because of their stardom. Listen, stardom, <clears throat> that don't impress God. Mm -mm. Matter of fact, he said those that win souls is, is, is wise and they're going to shine like the stars. Of the hell. Uh huh. The true stars are going to be revealed. Bless you, Jesus. So listen, stardom here, celebrity status here. Don't don't. It's not a ticket in the glory. I'm sorry to stop lying to yourself. No, stop lying to yourself. Uh, uh huh. People die, get sick. How many movies? How many actors and stars uh, of secular society have died this year? How many athletes have died this year? How many people of unnamed or have died this year? And they're standing in the presence of God given an account of the life in which they live. And some of them do not have anybody. There's not a pastor on earth to stand before God and to give an account for their soul. Bless you, Jesus. You got to press. When I'm tired, I got to press. Don't you know that the preacher, that the preacher gets sick sometime? Don't you know that the preacher is physically, mentally attacked? Huh. And they press their way because God has said, feed my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my babies and feed the adults. So you have to prepare for both. And, you know, I, I have some, some milk that's been prepared. I have some formula uh, for those that have matured a little bit more. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have some, some strained food and I have some, some solid food for those, for those that have matured. <laughs> Bless you, Jesus.
my God, my God. Saints, press. Tell somebody to press their way into the kingdom of God. Tell somebody it's not okay to change the word of God. Don't modify the word. Don't alter it. Listen, when we change, it means to replace with something or some kind that is newer. If you're going to change anything, change your heart, change your mind. The Bible tells us to let this mind be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. When Jesus, when the Lord comes back, he's coming back to catch us up. He's not going to change. The Bible said our vile bodies. Remember what he said, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. It didn't say nothing about changing your mind. God's not changing your mind at that point. As a tree falls, that's how it lays. Your mind has to be right now. So you have to press past those thoughts. That's why you have to be careful what you, what you watch on TV. You got to be careful about what you listen to. You got to be careful about what you become engaged in because you have to press past. You know, it's a lot easier to press past those things when you're not, when you don't have to battle with them because you're not, uh, you didn't invite them in. You didn't invite that blood sucking thing into your life to, to drain you. And so therefore it's easier to, to fight against those things, to press past, to press. You have to press. You have to press. And so the change means to, to add newer or better. In other words, we have to substitute those things. And the Apostle Peter, he said it like this on the day of Pentecost. He said, listen, he said, save yourself from this untorn generation. Save yourself. That's what you have to do. Save yourself. Oh, bless you, Jesus. Save yourself. Save yourself. Listen, you don't want to be left here. You don't want to be caught here. Save yourself. Save yourself. That's the most important thing to do is to save yourself. Bless you, Jesus. I pray that, that something has been said this morning that is going to carry you into eternity, carry you into the place in which God has for you. Bless you, Jesus. Mighty God, I'm telling you, my mind and my heart is stirred about the word of God. It is stirred on where we are uh, in this day and time and what is occurring all around us right before our eyes. There are those that say, well, you know, I, I don't watch the news because there's so many bad things. You need to watch the news because the word of God is fulfilling. The word of God is fulfilling all around us. And you don't have to sit there and be dedicated to the news, but, but listen, you ought to know what's going on so that you can be a good witness. Let people know what's happening all around us. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless the word that has gone forth. Lord God, pray and ask that you would bless the ears, Lord. Lord Jesus, those that have heard it this morning, those that will hear it later, Lord, help us to be dedicated. Those that need to rededicate their lives, I pray for them that you would bless them to go forward right now. Lord God, and those that have committed themselves and those that will be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sin. Lord God, that you would fill them with the Holy Ghost as your word has promised, Lord. 
Lord, bless them to be patient, to wait, and to tarry, and to seek your face. In Jesus' mighty name. Let me say that again. If you have not been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins, you need to go and you need to be baptized. Have your sins washed away. Be born again of the water and of the spirit, as the Lord told Nicodemus. That's the only way. He said, you can't come up any other way. He said, if you try to come up any other way, you're a thief and a robber. And so therefore, thieves and robbers are not going to make it in. But if you're a repentant thief, if you're a repentant robber, if you're a repentant adulterer, if you're a repentant liar, if you're repentant of any sin and consecrate and seek the Lord, you will be saved. Listen, songs feature are the respective property of the artists and the producers. So uh, we support gospel music. You know, if you've heard something, we just want you to know that. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church. 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. If you're in the Southern California area, I want you to know that, that we have room for you, room to help you grow ministry, work your ministry. When I say grow, I'm talking about working your ministry. Amen. Many hands make light the work. And so hope to see you soon. Until then, be blessed. You know, with all that's going on, we don't know. It could be any day now. And so you want to be ready. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord.